Tānadi is the festival of contemporary Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander art. Visit the exhibition at the Art Gallery of South Australia until the 21st of January, 2024. Good morning, everyone. Before we start, I'd like to invite our ancestors to be with us. My ancestors, your ancestors, wherever you come from. Invite them here to come here and sit down next to you to be a part of this gathering. What I said in my language, I asked the ancestors from the four directions to come here and sit down in the land of the Ghana people, the land of my mother. The song was to welcome you and your ancestors here to this land. The words at the end, that was to ask them to take away any negative energy that comes with us as we travel across the land, that attaches itself to us. Ask them to take that away so that we have a good day here today. We enjoy each other's company, but also look after each other. Thank you all for coming. Thank you. Well, we've got a great day ahead. Thank you very much, Uncle, Uncle um, Mugi, for giving us that beautiful, heartfelt welcome to country and for bringing all of our ancestors here to help support us through our journey and through this incredible process that we're going to have today. We've got the women weavers from Inulak who are going to share their stories with you. Um, Sonia Rankin is going to facilitate the talk. 
I'd just like to say that this is a really informal opportunity, you know, for us to learn. It's not something that that needs to be, you know, you don't have to fully understand anything. It's just about a, an opportunity to feel and to have a chance to be here together with these beautiful women and to thank you all for being here and for coming all the way from your community of Gumbalanya and Western Arnhem Land, which is a long way from Adelaide, but it is a beautiful place. And if you want to learn a little bit more, please go downstairs and see their incredible display with the very large scale moving image component that takes you out with them while they collect and while they make their work. And you get to learn a lot more about the process this morning directly from them. So please make them feel very welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki, for um, introducing us today and thank you, Uncle Muki, for Welcome to Country and acknowledging that we are here on Ghana land and always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Um, yeah, my name's Sonia Rankin and I also weave under the name of Lakanmara, which means weaving hand in Naranjeri language and my weaving is based in my Naranjeri um, connections to country and culture. So it's a real honour to be here with these amazing women from Inyalak, um, which I have, uh, follow and love the weaving. Um, so it's a bit of a bit of a dream come true to be sitting here being able to have a yarn and then get to do some weaving. I'm super excited. Um, so we're here to talk about um, their, their, their collection that's included in the exhibition here today. Um, and I will have a go at apologies in advance for mispronunciation, or you'll feel free to correct, correct me. Um, but we have uh, Kani Nayanul, um, then we have uh, Doreen Jolam, and we have Meryl Numanja, and we have Nina Hay, who's a CEO in Jalak Arts, with us today. Um, and, yeah, so it's great to be here and um, be a part of Pan... Oh, I thought I had this around my tongue. Pan 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 Palia. Um, and to be able to um, bring their stories here to share with you what is the story behind this wonderful collection of baskets, which I had a chance to have a look at last night. And I suppose really what it is first and foremost is about the colours, the vibrancy, the celebration of, of that process, um, which is strongly connected to seasonality, the dry and the wet season, the different plants at, at different times for dying. So I thought, you know, that's what the key, that's what the integral expression of these beautiful baskets that have been made. So I thought maybe we'll begin with that and, and whoever would like to speak to the colours and the dyeing process. Mm. Plants. Where? Where Hi. from? Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm Nina. But I think, Connie, do you want to kick it off talking about the colours? We brought a lot of things today because this weaving process and this project, I think it's really important to be able to see and smell and we all get to have a go and have a weave. But we brought some of the dyes as well to have a look at. But, um, Connie, do you want to chat a little about those dyes? Hello, good morning. I'm Meryl Namunja. 
Uh, this is the pendants we got beautiful colors. Um, got yellow and purple from the sea and roots and fibers. Mm. And that pink color we brought today is from last first season, which is hot property. Yes. <laughs> so that pink color happens, uh, comes out in wet season. And Connie, do you want to talk about that grass? As you can see, it's the Hello, it's Connie again. Um, <laughs> as you can see, it's sitting over there, brown paper, it's brown grass. But we got um, six seasons when we collect them. Dry season, it's other color, it's yellow. And uh, pink, it's monsoon season, we collect them. And then we keep it in the plastic bag, let it dry, and then we can just use it over and over for that six season finish. And then we'll have to collect again. So we still keep clacking the color. Probably the young ones, when they start learning and teaching them how to feel the pandanus and feel the person themselves when they're coming up as a woman. So that's our cultural, cultural things to show the young ones to feel a pandanus. Pandanus is our um, skin name too, as well. It's a tree but it's got a lot of things to, for women's side to help use the pandanus. It's the strongest power in there for us. So yeah, we keep the um, elders to start working and walk, staying in the community strong as a, like, a strong woman. Sometimes you know part of my um, role I do as strong women every community. So this is our uh, pandanus and weaving, dye color, it's just all native. So each area where I'm from, where she's from, Merrill or Doreen, we collect them, we mix together. So families comes together, women and the young children too as well. So that's our uh, Persian ethnicity. And that's, that's what we been doing that for over and over since I got learned from my grandma, my father's mom. My mother's mother passed away since I was born, 1972. So my grandmother, she was a strong, old knowledge woman. So she teach me how to carry pendants and split the pendants and dig the dye color. So I know six season, it's there for me. So I pick it up and I share with my young ones. Oh, thank you. It is, it, is, it is so important that passing down to the next generations and keeping that culture, keeping those traditions and all of that knowledge um, alive, um, that's, that's what we do, that's what it's all about, isn't it, you know? Um, and I think, you know, and the, the knowledge of those seasons is so important when, you know, the certain, certain dyes are only available in, in certain seasons as well. And the pandanus, what, what time of the year is that the best time to gather or can you get, gather that all year round? 
wet season is a really good weather to collect. And like this time of season we do, we have our ranges, we do early burning, so we keep the moist, the pendant is still strong then, and the new suits comes along, and we still collect them. It's a busy, busy season coming up. Yep. Yeah, wet season is, um, <laughs> you'll see in the film, uh, during wet season we get completely landlocked, so all our main roads uh, go very much underwater. So yeah. wet season's the best time and the pandanus gets nice and full, but um, makes it hard to get to. There's <laughs> a lot of being bogged and getting unbogged. Yeah. Uh, fun. All part of the journey. Yeah, yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> Maybe a long, a long journey um, sometimes. And then the pandanus is dried out afterwards. And after the stripping. After the, so you strip dry. it when it's green yeah. and then you dry it yes. once it's treated. Hang it up and dry it. Yeah. Same times we dye it and we hang it up Yeah. And get dry. Yeah. And then start weeping. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, the... Part of this um, collection that's in the exhibition is being connected to a really important project um, in the community that is really the centrepiece of that and is strongly connected to making sure that it's being passed on to you know other young young women and encouraging them to be a part of that process. Um, I think when I chatted with Nina, she said, you know, you're very busy busy women as artists doing what you do and always creating and, um, and exploring that, that, that practice of the weaving. But this project was a bit about slowing down, let's take time and really create, create a space for that, for that to happen with young, young women and young you know, women and with their, their bubs as well. Would you, could you share a little bit about um, that, that project that um, sounds incredibly important to community. So when we, Connie and I had been talking for a long time about doing, creating a space or a camp or a workshop that was directly for engaging a lot of the younger women in community that aren't as involved in the weaving tradition as they used to be and so when we, came to Tarnandi with the project for the exhibition, which we've been so, so excited to be a part of. Um, but it's also been very much about what this has given to community. And once we started the project and we were making this film, we had the opportunity to engage a lot more younger artists. And when you have that consistency uh, and movement that we could have with this project. Uh, we had big work trips and camps going out and creating the film was such a, everyone was really excited to be a part of it and really excited to see it and know that we can keep sharing it. Um, and Connie is an incredible, incredible leader within community and works within the ranges. And so creating that engagement with the younger women was really important. But Connie, do you want to talk about how, like what we did when we went out with those young girls and all those new ladies that came in? <laughs> yeah, one, one state, me and Nina had to get the young ones to go out and collect independence. Few, 
it was a monsoon day and it was uh, <laughs> a bit scary fun. and funny. There's a That's fun that. shot in the movie of Connie <laughs> pensively looking out into the st massive storm. <laughs> yeah. When we have our community floods comes along, so this year we didn't have much some cyclone and we was all standing watching the mon monsoon were coming. And we are all standing up and looking at the young ones. They reckon, ah, oh, where's the elderly? You know, can we start heading off home? I said, no. <laughs> We need to stay around and collect some color. For next day, they was keep watching the monsoon were coming. And then Nina took off because she was really worried about the leech. It's a funny story. Oh, leeches. leeches. Oh, I can't. Yeah. So we're still standing and, and finally they made it. They were still standing and fighting with the monsoon and pulling the pandanus and dye color. So it was really funny day. And the next day, we had all the monks, the lady at Inyalak Arts and Craft, and telling them story, and the, the loved ones that passed away. Yeah. We gave them a good story. They can, oh, when I was young, I didn't scare a monsoon. <laughs> and leeches. Oh, yeah. And the leeches. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a good day, like, you know, collecting the young ones, probably mid 20s, 18, 17s. Mm. Keep them warm, keep it running like this, our school. Mm. We also recently had a very important uh, woman, a part of this project, pass away. And um, she was a very, very strong leader and a master weaver. And she's got about three or four baskets in this show. And her beautiful quote is on the wall um, right above the whole show, which is so, so fitting because there's, yeah, she would have loved to be here and she made sure those girls weaved properly <laughs> <laughs> and she let them know. She was very strong and really, um, yeah, amazing weaver and she was a big part of this and she did a lot of teaching for those young girls. Yeah, actually, I, I wrote down that, that quote um, and with respect, um, pay my respects to, to your loss. Um, and the quote that's there is, um, we've got that whole rainbow. It's special, all those colours from those different plants. Yungana put these colours there. And that's why we want to share them with everyone and share those strong colours. It's just a really beautiful quote and, you know, beautifully honours the spirit of the, the project, the spirit of the, you know, um, someone who was so important to community. And I love that when you say, oh, she made sure they, they weave proper. Like, she go low, not that way, not that way. <laughs> it is, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, um, you're teaching, you gotta do it the, the right way to begin with, regardless. Nice tight stitch. Yeah. <laughs> Get those muscles, the muscles happening. Um, I think when I um, was asked to um, facilitate this panel, as I said, I was really excited, but what I was excited about is that I knew, like, I've heard of this, the story of, of the coiling bath, you know, the, the technique that you use. And that is, that's a direct connection with um, weaving for Nutanjeri as well. Um, it has a link to, you know, the missionaries and travelling and whatnot, but um, which has its 
yeah, that's another story. Um, but I really love the, the that connection now, that weaving stitch is what is that connection I, I see with the work that you do and how you're incorporating, how that's now become a very important part of weaving for your family and community. And for me, it's a really important part of who I am as a, um, in my art and art practice practice and as a Naranjeri, that's where I learnt from Annie Ellen Trevorrow and and I believe um, Annie Yvonne Kumatri had done some collaborative exhibitions and works in the past as well with community. Um, and so yeah, that, I think that that's the interesting dynamic, the, that, that sharing of the weaving and, and it's being, you know, um, being kept alive, it's being, you know, it really demonstrates the innovation and uh, ingenuity of Aboriginal just life and culture and how we, we express that as well. So, um, and looking at your baskets, I, I like to weave more like a long oval, but I'm thoroughly impressed um, at the exquisite, it's exquisite, the fine detail is amazing and the perfection of it, the starting, the starting is so fine. I think I maybe don't maybe have enough patience, so I move on and I do something else. Um, so I was wondering whether, yeah, just to talk a bit about that that starting process and and the weaving itself, because I'm just like I was looking at them and I'm like, I don't I don't know I don't know how. So I'm I'm keen to learn, but whether you'd like to um, share that the starting of the baskets. We do make a, like a coil basket, yeah. like, like this. It's so fine and the detail is just so firm and yeah. The core, yeah. And this is the core we do add to put it. It's the same pendant as To put inside to add to go um, around. Around. So the core um, is much harder. Yes. And is it a thicker? Do you shred it like it's stripped to it so it's thicker than the actual weaving thread? Yeah, thicker or a thin, but we add two. Two mm -hmm. core to put inside the basket. Yep. Yeah. And we strip. See what Doreen doing, she start to stripping on top the leaf. It's really skinny, sorry. It's really skinny on top, we fold back, and then she can start stripping. Yeah. As you can see, it's a grass, but it's not a grass, it's a tree. Yeah. So we got uh, three types of uh, pandanus. The other, other pandan is sitting in the water, other pandan is sit on scarpment. Oh, okay. And this one, it's like sitting on, the, we say, high ground. Yeah. Mm. Woodland. Mm. So that's a pandanus. Just we brought this pan we picked this pandanus last week so we could bring it to show you, but it has dried out a little bit. But um Doreen still managed to to do it because she's incredible. Oh. But Doreen makes that look really easy. Yeah. Um, but I've been in Inulak Arts for four years now and I still cannot manage the 
specific thumb pressure magic that is required to pull, like, separate these fibres. Mm. I've done it, like, twice, and the ladies were very... I mean, they were like, oh, yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your job today. <laughs> so it's actually pulling the, the, the leaf apart, not just shredding it, but it's actually pulling it... Yeah, separating it from separating, separating it to make it thinner for use. Oh, yeah, that's. So this is the fiber of pandanus, and yep. this is the, I mean, core, core. and the fiber. Plain, plain, white, plain. Sorry, do you want to hold it? Yeah. Um. Sorry. This is the one drawing um script. Yep. When we strip, we start um, dying. Get saucepan or big can. So each one of the dyes is different. So we use the different colours. Thank you. And so you get different parts. So the harder parts of the pananas become the core. Yep. The smaller bits the then nice become... The nice, softer pieces. Yeah, the thread, as you would say. And you... As you weave, you keep adding core and you keep adding mm -hmm. this fibre. And then they'll curl up when they dry. Mm. Show This one. It's also spiky. very spiky. It's spiky. <laughs> oh. And um, okay. there's very tiny, On the very edges? sharp uh, serrated edges. And So you'd only take from the centre. Or do you use the outside one? Do you use their way of getting rid of the spiky bits? Well, we use inside part of inside, we don't, we don't use us. Don't spices. use the side. Yeah. In, inside it's a soft part, so yep. you, you can yep. see. So the other piece not Doreen, she split the pananas, yep. but it become as dry, curled up, mm. and then we'll put it in a tin, and it become a, as a dye color. So we pick every color. So this is a plain. So that's the core, yeah. and this is a string. Mm. As you can see, it's a flat, but it will curl up, say, any second because of the wind and the heat. And then once it goes in the belly boil. So this is just a plain, like this. And yeah, it definitely makes, when you first go out collecting pandanas, it's, um, it's spiky. <laughs> and there's, yeah, you've got to really be careful when you shove it in the bags. Otherwise, they get in your hands. And it looks like, just we're looking at the ends of the pandanus, it's just pulled off, just sort of stripped off of the plant, not cut or anything, just taken away from it naturally, yeah? Just yes. taken away from the tree. Talk about that hook stick. With the hook stick. Okay. We get um, stronger stick, like um, ironwood stick sometimes. Yeah. And then we make it like a hook, and then start pulling the pandanus off the tree. It's tall. tall. It's a tall tree. Yeah. Tall. tall, and we pull from the tree. Yeah. Put it in a bag. Yeah. Take it and strip it. And head home to weave. These masses have different like size ones as well. So you got really long hook sticks for the big. Yeah. Tall and you'll get ones. the tallest person to grab it if yeah. it looks good. And <laughs> then you can see in the film uh, downstairs that hook stick being used, and it's quite. When I first came out there and was learning, I assumed it was cut off, but mm. it's taken from the centre and you just put the hook 
directly around inside center yeah and then you just pull it and then you hold that middle bits and it just slips right out and it's it's very satisfying yeah yeah mm. I think gathering materials is incredibly satisfying. Um, I've used a lot of, I kind of, I mean, I love using the spiny flat sedge, but don't always have access to it. So I, I kind of just go and find other, other plants. And I live on the York Peninsula on Narunga country. So I'm quite often this, probably what a lot of them white fellas drive, and there's not many of us black fellas on the Narunga country. <laughs> So these white fellas, they look at me and I'm like pulling things off of the plants and gathering and putting them into bags and everything, you know, but I'm happy. It's incredibly satisfying, you know, because I have a, you know, there's the, the end goal and just using in all sorts of different natural plant materials. Um, and that's what it is. It's that using things that are coming from, from the land, whatever they, they may be. For me, I'll, if I get spiny flat sedge, then that's really special. Meryl, for special projects. Meryl always says when we get in the trippy to go out, what do you, you always say, we're going to go to the shops today. Yeah, go shop. We're going it, shopping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, free shop. Bush shop. That's what you always say. Yeah, I take my big little, you know, the cheapest chip stripey bag. So I look like I'm shopping. I've got a big bag and yeah. I just fill it up, fill it up, and then I go home. I'm done. I'm happy. I've been shopping. Didn't cost me anything, bonus. But what I'm yeah. saying, like I'm telling Take Nina. Take what I need. Yeah. I'm telling Nina, we have to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I love free shopping, free shopping. We fill that trippy up every time. Yeah. Like to the brim. And everyone gets back in, you know, just hook sticks and plants <laughs> and bananas <laughs> and there's frogs from the bananas and you're just like there's bushes. No traffic. No traffic, that's a bonus. No traffic. No, traffic. no red light. Yeah. <laughs> Straight home. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, is there anything else that you were wanting to share about the project, the, 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 you know, the culture and, you know, long practice of weaving or anything like that? I'd just like to say something like, when my grandmother and my mother taught me, and they was telling me before, my grandmother was telling me, they never used needles or billy cans. They used to be, make a plane, a floor mat. They never used needle to make a basket. But one day, Balanda people brought some things in our country. So they brought it billy cans, saucepan, and everything. And they were new, they were there, we had that, that dye colors, but when they seen the billy or tin, so grab them and put it water inside and start doing to show different colors. When I grew up, he taught me how to whip the basket and mat and a dilly bag through everything. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. The as you were saying earlier, the coil stitch came up when the missionaries had come from the south and the big open floor mats and really tight woven dilly bags were the traditional weave. Yeah. Always, yeah, always in, been um, in the West Arnhem. And I think a big part of what uh, Gakak, uh, who passed away, who was saying when we started this project, is she said, there's a beautiful story 
of Yingarna, um, who, do you want to tell, do you want to tell that story? Yingarna, creation mother. Yeah, creation mother. Um, she carried all the babies. She got 12, five. She was a big giant. She had a big giant woman. She carried lots of daily bags, arms and hair on the head. The daily bag inside was a full of babies. So, and she's like, so she rose from the Arafura Sea with Naliod, the rainbow serpent, and he carved that land in front of her and she walked behind and in her dilly bag she had all these babies like uh, Ancestral Jang and Gunwane Bim and uh, me, like all the first spirits and food and colour and language and as he carved the land she walked with her dilly bags and she placed them down and created life and there's an incredible, incredible uh, rock art of her up at Inulak Hill which is right behind the art centre and she's this big beautiful giant woman with her dilly bags and uh, Christine had always said that um, yeah like those colours have always been there out in that country and those natural dyes were always there and then once the tin can came along <laughs> could get to business and start making a, a rainbow. Mm, bringing that rainbow yeah. to life. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you for sharing sharing that. And I think it's beautiful to hear that story because that is that's that's the key. That's what binds and brings it all together. Where the big from the beginning um, of 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 everything for for where you come from and for culture and everything. Mm. And continue those colours coming through the weaving. Is that all good? And also, we do, um, when we're having a school holidays, we do um, culture day. We get young girls and some big girls, show them how to weave or dye or strip and to make a basket. Yes. That's how they learn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, and I think that's what I love doing with my weaving is actually having my own daughters be a part of it. One weaves more than the other, but that's okay, she knows. But one really takes it up and little granddaughter has a go and that's, that is, it's that stuff about, um, it's the, the key of it is the, the cultural maintenance of it and continuing, continuing that really strong in, in our families and our everyday lives and it's just too who we are. And it's so social. Like yeah. the women are ev like every day at the front of the art center and you know, it's not just like, are we doing this one day? It's every single day and yeah. there's just stripping constantly or dying and just having a tea or having a nap and mm -hmm. sitting there and grinding the color. And it's, I definitely, it's such an honor for me whenever I, get to sit with those ladies and just be a part of it because mm. there's so much happening but also you can just relax and yeah. chat and have a bicky. I think um, from Narendra Weaver, Annie Ellen Trevorish, I always remember it and always say it when we're doing workshops or sharing it and it's like 
If you're not yarning, you're not weaving properly. <laughs> you've got to be yarning. You know, you might have a little quiet moment when you're getting in your own little zone, but you've got to be yarning. And I always, I love hearing the, the chatter and the, and the conversations, but I also love the little quiet moments when people go, ooh. I'm really focusing what I'm what I'm doing. You it's know? when the stitch starts getting loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking too much. <laughs> I better better start start focusing focusing on uh, what what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, wonderful traditions that you know have been there for thousands, 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 sixty thousand, hundred thousand years and uh, that's that's what is our, uh, our uniqueness that's what makes us who we are that's what makes us the first nation people of this country uh, we have been here for thousands of generations versus the eight or so generations of our current history but we will still remain strong um, in who we are and continue these important cultural ways and sharing with our family, despite what we've had to endure, that will always remain strong. Um, is there anything else you'd like to, to share? No. Any question? Okay. If you have any question, you can ask. Yeah. Any questions that you'd like to ask the ladies? Yeah. What 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 plants do you dye? It was the it's the pandanus is the is the main, the only plant. Yeah. So the the dyes. Oh, so they, they come from are many you saying plants. Uh, color yeah, or the, the spring? What What's the plants? Dying. It's uh, it's a grass. Um, it's a native. They grow but at high. You can see the pink colour. Yes. Is that that one in the brown bag? Yes. And it's got the seed too. It's like a seed pot inside, and inside it's have a pink colour. So we crush them, put them in a plastic bag, and then in a tin. And the yellow that comes from uh, tree roots. Ah, it's, tree it's roots. It's an old native. It's a tree, we dug them, like this time of dry season when we do burning, we mm -hmm. can catch them straight away, we can just focus them, yep. because the leaf is going to be changing a yellow. Okay, so and then you know, know that the yep. root is yellow when the yep. leaf changes. Or even the wet season, we can just pick the colour yeah. straight away, straight yep. onto it. So Beautiful. we did learn from the elders, so we know which colour is. Not a poisonous, yep. just a using for the dye colour. Mm, and uh, for string, we have uh, five types of string. Um, sand palm tree, pandanus, and bark, kulabai bark tree. And the other tree that we can dig the ground and we can make it out of the string to make our pandanus like a pandanus and we can weave as a um, dilly bag. My, uh, my favorite dye color, which I think is incredible, is when to make the bright neon green, um, and you can see that in the film we got to capture that, but you take the heart of the pandanus, the white section, and you boil it in the water, and then you'll add the pandanus ready to dye and boil, and then as you do that, you add, um, you burn the kind of discarded... Ashes. 
ashes and leaves of the pananas and you burn them and to create ash. And then once you pour the ash into the water with the heart, it just immediately, it's like this incredible chemical reaction that just goes neon wow. green. And it's so spectacular and you can... Yeah, the pandanus itself. Beautiful capture yeah. like in the film, but when I first saw that, I was like, that is true alchemy. Like just that yeah. spontaneous color reaction is incredible. And um, yeah, there's brown color, pink, two types of pinks, the two types of yellow, orange, green, black, and white. Yeah. Beautiful. Some Thank of you. them we do use um, a gray and black. We do some different kind of ashes. We burn, we add to change the color. Orange, red, green, black, gray. But from the leaves we get and burn it, get the ashes, or from the pendants itself. Mm. The black is a big fermentation process, so you Orange. sit these leaves in the pot yeah. and it gets put in my office and it smells great. Oh, lovely. <laughs> but we strain it. Sometimes we strain it. For other tin, we strain it. It smells goes away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. And then we can make a bastard like a Australian colour. Black and white yellow. Mm. Fantastic. I think I just want to quickly say before we wrap up, yeah, yeah, thank you to Tanandi and the whole team and where have been so honoured to do this project and it's been so important to, I think, with Fibre Art uh, to show the true extent of what these women go to to create these beautiful baskets and how much labour goes into them. And, uh, yeah, I really... I'm so happy that we've had this opportunity for everyone to see and capture this film as well because it's hard work, but it's beautiful and it's definitely something that we share in community all the time, but it's so nice to have a further outreach and engage as well and, like, let's weave. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I'm getting... <laughs> That's the weaver of me. I'm like already in the plant. Just show me how that's already started to curl. But yeah, please let me um, again thank um, the wonderful weavers from Inyalak um, Arts who have travelled all the way down here to share this and the beautiful work that they have downstairs. So please thank Connie, Doreen and Meryl and thank you Nina for being here today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, a joy, and I've learned so much. Let's weave. <laughs>